0: What's up, Cheeseheads? Before we get into today's podcast, we wanted to tell you about what Ethan and I have been up to in 2022. Something very exciting. It's a new product that we have launched for employee engagement
1: called The Pool Boys. E, tell them what's up. That's right. So right here, as you can see, the pool boys, what we want to do is create an awesome environment for your office pools. So we're going to come in, we're going to run everything for small business owners, large business owners, basically business owners, where we want to come in provide an awesome red carpet experience where we up the engagement, up the fun by running your office pools. Whether it be March Madness, we got some fun fall offerings, whether it be college football pick them, NFL pick Survivor, we got you covered. No matter what the pool is, we are your boys for it. So let's get going
0: that's right this is an employee engagement play if you're having any trouble at all with retention or engagement or even internal communication let the pool boys take a look and show you some of the products that we can offer we shoot customized videos with these handsome fellas and we send them to your team and we talk trash about your people it's so much fun <laughs> i gotta and tell you
1: we build you up too don't worry it's not just trash but there is a lot of trash
0: there is some trash all right guys check us out at www.thepoolboys.net and we're going to get into the episode now <laughs> Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy K Troll on the mic today, joined as always by Ethan Gelfand, Numero Dose Gelfand. What's happening, E?
1: Numero Dose Gelfand. I do know what that is. Number mean. two. Like Tell I them what you do, two. number two. Number two is taking anyway. Hey, man. How's it going? Hey, great shirt. Did I just send Did that to me? you?
0: Rocking Banana thing? Hammer myself. <laughs> I ordered my own. It just took a couple extra days to get all the way down here to Tennessee
1: tennessee but see when you're a top fan you get it right away you know you, you must have got
0: priority mail i don't exclusive
1: know Exclusive perks is all i'm gonna say so yeah I got yeah by the, the hammers that make sure i was repping mine today yeah man i love that shirt i i'm gonna rock that all it's a great color i love the logo it's spectacular i can't get enough of it it's gonna it's gonna
0: uh, draw a lot of questions i think and you know, a lot of like hey what's banana hammer and like let me tell you of you course. know what i should have done but one oh, thing you should have done is you should have put in like a QR code or something that people could just scan the shirt to go straight to their site.
1: That's actually not a thinking. bad idea. When we thinking. get the uh, folding the cheese merch and some pool boys merch, we'll get the the uh, code on there. That's we'll we'll have the QR codes on there. Yeah, I kind of like that. So like of course, that. my wife when she saw me rocking the the banana hammer shirt, she just so many questions because so <laughs> I'm like, here's just just go with it just this one i don't time. get
0: it it's a ham- it's a shark and a banana what of course her mind
1: went dark and stuff I'm like kiss oh no <laughs> but anyway so in honor of her i'm rocking her shirt well live fitness nice inspired. yeah shoot you yeah some fitness needs www.livefitnessinspired.com
0: love that yeah well worth your time we've got some uh fitness inspired swag as well yes. we got a i don't know like a 50th workout shirt or something i forget what it was
1: route 66 but route 66 did we send miles a onesie i can't remember
0: i feel like did you did more? probably him or nora one of, one of them yeah one of those two okay i think we did get a onesie we're, we're yes. a proud members of the club she taught a class
1: this morning at 5 30 oof
0: Rough getting up. That is, that is 4.30 my time. <laughs> that is not happening my
1: time.
0: <laughs> um, well, hey, I want to talk about the segments today because I think we're going to have some good conversations here. Because today we are covering d and versus Magic. And I want to hear about your cable TV-less childhood. Which of these games you preferred, D&D or Magic cards?
1: You're actually going to be, Go ahead, very, nerd. You're going to be very surprised to hear. I, I didn't play d either. either. I didn't play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, there was a brief, there was one summer where I went to camp with my buddy Larry, who is going to be joining us on the mock draft next week. So get pumped for that!
0: What up, El Let's go. We
1: we actually, ironically, we did a summer program up here in Michigan at the University of, just ironically, and one thing he got me into for that summer, and again, it fits in with D and D and magic, was Pokemon cards.
0: And oh, man.
1: I thought we were too old for Pokemon. No. He was way into the Pokemon cards, and I didn't know anything about him. So, there was like this comic book shop that wasn't too far from campus, and so we went and I like would buy packs and stuff. I knew nothing. I had no idea what the heck was going on. I didn't know how to play any of these card games. So, I, yeah. I didn't know how to play Magic. I can. I just didn't get it. And so, Pokemon yeah. is kind of like the same thing, just with yeah. these little characters. and So, yeah, it just right over my head man
0: right okay, over my Okay so that's not good so I did play both of these things some sure I had you. a I have a friend who was was very into D&D and so I would occasionally play and then he was also Asking very for into a friend. Was also, for a friend. Cards I was you, not then? a dungeon master shut up <laughs> you have five um, 20-sided die <laughs> um and then magic cards were popular when we were kids and then I ended up getting Star Wars cards which is the exact same game but they were Star Wars right, yeah characters as well uh pokemon was too like i was already too old for that by the time it came out i thought but maybe maybe that's because things happen in illinois like 10 years after they hit everywhere else so <laughs> just like i don't a
1: know getting there uh, it was
0: like a time warp but so dude, I, I was, was into like, both of these things
1: so was stranger things just like a, a callback to your childhood like you were playing in the sort basement of, so sort of wise.
0: true truly we didn't play that often so like we were more video game kids and he was like a big time video game kid too but we played probably maybe like once or twice a year. It was not, not frequently.
1: Come on. There's For no real. way.
0: No, because, and I'll tell you why this is going to like in the weeds of D D <laughs> our dungeon master was his brother. Who's 12 years older. And so like, he'd have to be back back from college or something or so like, he was Eddie,
1: dude, this is literally, he was Eddie. He <laughs> was Eddie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> was Eddie. I was clearly Dustin. I was building some kind of <laughs> ham radio device.
1: With your girlfriend who lived in Canada, or I guess yeah, more girlfriend Utah. who it turned out to be real. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. I would have been Lucas in that crew for sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Definitely the only athlete in that crew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair, okay. Um,
0: but yeah, so I actually I enjoyed both these things. I have no hate for the D and D crowd. I'm not like a diehard. I'm ah, not like way in there. I got no hate. I got for that no at hate all. for it either. I appreciate
1: yeah. it. I just never. I couldn't again with magic, especially. I guess I never understood it. I guess I don't know. I was impatient it's, enough.
0: No, nah, it's pretty self explanatory, honestly. You just gotta the cards tell you what they do. So it's but then not that do difficult. keep
1: track of like, oh, those five hit points? Your character has thirty. Like, how do you keep track? You I don't see people with paper writing it down and I don't know. I don't
0: um, actually, actually remember use how we do it. The that. mana.
1: And all I know, and again, maybe I'm getting too far into the weeds, if Uh-oh. I remember correctly, there was like one card that was worth like a bajillion dollars. Yeah. And will you be impressed if I can pull it out of my butt?
0: The card? the card right now you have it in your <laughs> yeah.
1: butt oh my god yeah, right there
0: <laughs> this is but amazing
1: No, like, oh, it's uh, not worth that much of it it's covered in poop so like would you know it if i said the name no. of the card be like, yes, uh, probably would be-. maybe like the black lotus or something it was a
0: black something maybe black lotus okay. i don't know that sounds that sounds right i just remember
1: hearing that i was being like oh this is one card it's worth thousands of dollars and I'm like,
0: okay i don't cool. i don't understand the value really but uh, we'll get nerd stat boy on that one. He's he's nerd our other stat boy. Yeah, he does all the nerdy stat stuff. Fair. We can check that out. But I feel so like I had a get...
1: good Pokemon card though. It was a Venusaur. For anybody who knows Pokemon, thought that was pretty cool. Well, my son's way into Pokemon, and so I know so, most of the characters. Get him to check in 1999 Pokemon Venusaur. Let him. Let me know. Yeah, 99. Way too old in 99 to be playing Pokemon. Maybe.
0: <laughs> like, <it was> like, <laughs> child's cartoon show uh so the reason that we were even talking about this today is because dnd today is back. going to stand for do not draft all right oh. so do not draft so we're talking about players that we are either not going to draft or going to try very hard to draft magic is a very extended acronym
1: yeah this one man i gotta get them if i can
0: and uh yeah. i gotta get them is more of an a
1: gotta get them so but also like the M is I am as opposed to E M. Got to get get him. Him. You know? It's like him. Get him if I can.
0: Listen, we do the <laughs> best we can here. All right. What <laughs> <Or> we're <laughs> gonna India magic control. just made too much sense, uh, yeah, and I yeah. couldn't come up with a Pokemon acronym, so it, I didn't really need that. Hey, Players uh, okay. or keepers. Everyone must own now. Pokemon done.
1: There we go. See, not too hard. Okay. Hey, real quick, going back to D and D. Uh, so the characters in Stranger Things, the bad guys, is a Demogorgon actually a D and D character?
0: I know that gorgon gorgons are. So yeah, okay. I don't know for sure if the Demogorgon specifically or or whatever the mind um, but yeah, player. I don't know. Probably. I would. I would say probably. I think it was probably. I think it was fairly realistic to the game. Like. There's so many different scenarios and or campaigns, they call them, that you go on and different boss level creatures you would face or whatever. But I will tell you, like, very weirdly enough, very weirdly enough. And I played some video games that sort of had some of the same characters and stuff like it surprises me how frequently I have to recall some kind of creature that is total fantasy creature. And someone will be like, you know, like, well, even think about like Pegasus or something. They were like yeah. do you know like pegasus is and i'm like yep that's a flying yeah. horse like i knew that because i played <laughs> some of these video game. games that were like fantasy video games yeah. or like played dnd or whatever like it's weird how many times that kind of stuff sort of comes up
1: true so i'm guessing vecna was probably a big baddie, right he had to be up there you don't know all right we're going to have to do our research we'll come back
0: i'm not sure if like the name that specific name would have been in the game or not but i don't i don't know i don't remember
1: okay i never Fair. i never
0: faced off against vecna so i don't you were know you're
1: not strong enough you're only like a level 2 mage
0: <laughs> yeah. or something yeah, I was usually a paladin. Uh usually a paladin, which is like a crusader who
1: also could heal the teammates. You were a healer. Would not expect that of you. I would have thought well, you would be like the guy wielding the big old axe, just like,
0: well, yeah. The, the paladin also had like a mace or like a club or something, so like, yeah, a blunt object. So I was also like he, they're fighters in the front lines, but they're also able to heal.
1: You he was- I didn't, again, I wasn't like a
0: nurse. (laughs) I wasn't like a nurse, like a (laughs) male gaylord (laughs) Fokker, and they're like, Hey guys, get over here. I'll stitch up that wound. Good luck with Uh, that dragon
1: thing. Man, I just have so many more questions, but we'll leave that for another time. Maybe that'll be (laughs) off air.
0: Off air. The graphics on this video are going to be so hot when I get there. (laughs) (laughs) So much, so much fire.
1: So much fire. So All right, like,
0: let's get into the um, let's get into the D&D portion of this episode, yes. which is going to be about the do not draft. And these are right. players that I think, they're not so much that we hate the player by any stretch. In some Except cases, these are like the total stud players, but I'm not going to draft them where they're currently going via their mm-hmm. ADP. And so you and I both came up with a list of players at each position here that we are probably going to pass on in most drafts because they're just going a little bit too high. And either we think that, you don't want to jump at that position that early, or maybe you think that player is actually going to regress a little bit and not be as worth the pick that they're going at. Right.
1: I think a lot of it for me when I was looking at it is like I liked the, a lot of them. I found I liked the player, I just didn't like the draft position. It's just,
0: yeah. 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 So I've, I've mostly that, but I also have some people I'm kind of like, I don't really even love the player this year, Fair you team. know, or at least not as much as I normally would. So I'm going to start off um, big name right out of the gate quarterback. Right out of the gate. Patrick Mahomes, Ooh. he's going in the third, fourth, maybe that turn. I I'm nervous. Not like obviously he's a freak, talented athlete. He's going to get his, but the receiving court took a big hit when Tyreek left, and they they filled the void with like Juju's been injured a bunch. Valda Scantling has the drops always. Um, he's going to have his flashes, but you know Michael Hardman's got this injury now too, like a groin injury. So like I don't know. I I'm nervous that teams are going to try and bracket Kelsey and let them beat them with the other receivers. And you also have to like, you have to get on the same page. Like it takes time to get on the same page. And if you're not practicing, these are fast guys. They're going to have like deep crossers and fly routes and stuff. Like those things are all about timing back shoulder throws all about timing. And I'm, I'm nervous that you're going to see some drop off there. He's still going to, again, he's still going to get his, but I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to be worth that pick.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think there will be a slight drop off. I really, I guess I don't see it as much. I still feel like a Juju. I thought Juju was a great pickup for them just because I think he fits in really well. He's shown he can shoulder a load. Granted he he had a monster year with Antonio Brown. So that was interesting that they could feed those two mouths. Uh, and then when he was by himself, you know, he then was by committee and then he was still had some nagging injuries. I, I really like to fit him there in Casey, but uh, so yeah, I, I do agree to you that um, again, Mahomes is going to get his points, but I, I agree that you should stay away from him in that round.
0: I think, I think he's going to, he's not going to get the same points he normally does either. Like, I, I also think he's not going to be the same one or two quarterback this
1: year. You know, but then I started thinking if he going to be in the same mold as an Aaron Rodgers, where it's like, you know, prior to Devonte or even when Devante had him, it's like, he didn't have anybody else, but yet he was still, he's you no know, back-to-back MVPs. And, you know, he was still up there in terms of points. Um, and then I did hear a crazy stat that, Mahomes through his first fifty starts is the winningest quarterback in first fifty starts, which is crazy. So I don't know. I kind of had them in the same conversation, which is interesting.
0: I yes, I hear you. And in fact, I actually have Aaron Rodgers my next. Probably not going to own him this year. Is a nice segue there. See what you did. Um, he's going in the ninth, and not that that's like too rich of a round to to take a quarterback. I just I'm also nervous about him this year. Oh, that I see a drop off. Yeah, I see a drop off, and like, I get the narrative like, go ahead, doubt Aaron Rodgers, see what happens. Like, he's just going to blow it up. Like, that's what happened two years ago when he had the MVP season. It was people were coming in saying he was washed and all this kind of stuff. It's just Devonte Adams. There's no other weapons, whatever. And he's like, I don't care. I'll throw to him all day. He's going to throw the running backs. They're going to yeah. be dangerous. I think both of them. So he'll get his too. But I just, I think there's going really to there be a drop off. I really
1: do. Drop off there. There's got to be. There's got to be. That, that COVID toe is going to come back. Watch out. COVID toe. Okay. Look out. Um, so
0: those are my two quarterbacks. I'm probably yeah. not going to have that are like top 10 guys. I'm probably just yeah. not going to have them this year. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take the, take the lead.
1: Fair. Uh, so I, uh, I went with another high profile name and that was Kyler Murray. I'm not taking him cause I see him, you know, some people are taking him as early as the fourth. I kind of put him as the fifth rounder, but same kind of thing as Mahomes. You know, you're losing Deandre for six weeks. You know, you're not going to have, you know, Hollywood Brown. It's a good pickup, but you're losing a Christian Kirk. So you're losing some of those other reliable weapons. And I don't know. uh, While Kyler has always been in like a top five, top six quarterback category, he's never been like overwhelmingly. It's just like, yeah, he's there. And I don't know. I just see a drop off with no DeAndre, no Christian Kirk. And I mean, I know he just signed that massive. He had the drama in the offseason, finally signed the deal. So I don't know. I just see a little, I'm worried about it. And I just wouldn't take him that high. I mean, again, if he falls to me in like six or seven, sure. Yeah, and the so fifth—that's pretty good. Fifth.
0: Because if you wait to the sixth or seventh, you're looking at Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson, maybe even Lamar Jackson, who's probably more a fifth. Um, but you've you've got and you've got the pocket guys like you know the Brady's of the world, and and like there's there are other options out there. One or two rounds later, Dak in like the eighth or ninth. I mean, that's those are guys like that that's that I, I feel pretty confident about too. Yeah. The thing about Kyler, I'd say a couple things. One, AJ Green's not getting any younger. So to your <laughs> point about losing weapons, like. That's also a downgrade. Yeah. Um, they they did have Sackert's second half of last year. I think it's definitely going to help him early on this year. Mm-hmm. There'll be more in in uh, synergy, I guess, sure. because they've worked together a little bit longer. And Rondale Moore, I think, you know, another year under Very the system, dear. I think he's going to take another step up, honestly. Yeah, so I, I do think there's some replacement of Christian Kirk with Rondell Moore, but don't forget about Greg Dortch, former Wake Forest. Great. Yes. Lighting it up in the preseason. He's also on that roster. They have a fast roster, dude. His going fly. Show. Hollywood, Dorch, and and uh, and Rondale, yeah. and Rondale Moore. Good grief! Um, so, but I I don't disagree with you. That the only thing I do find interesting is apparently the whole controversy over his, his contract was about it's to watch film and all that. I think that's because in part he now is in Kingsbury has said he's going to give Kyler more play calling um, uh, leash. He's going to give him a longer leash to make make calls at the line and on the field. So I think that's probably why that went hand in hand with like you got to watch more film. If you you got to watch that.
1: more film to see this
0: but um so that that could be interesting because if he's got a little more autonomy out there he calls calls a number more he calls deeper routes more i don't know you could actually could light it up because of that or it could be you taking extra. him
1: you take him in the fourth or fifth
0: not in the fourth fifth Maybe i'd consider it i think i looked at him in the sixth in one draft that i was it's in six. yeah and what what i found was and this is always a great lesson for you i was in the eight slot in a 10 team draft I looked at the grid to see who'd already been drafted, and the ten yeah. spot had already taken a quarterback, and I was in the sixth. And Jalen Hurts and Kyler were both still there, and so took them knowing away. knowing the night, <laughs> I, I just drafted two players at once. <laughs> knowing that the ninth uh, ninth position guy doesn't have a quarterback either, oh, he and and guessing that he might have been on one of those guys, I was comfortable with either of them, yeah. But I knew at least one of them would make it back to me after the turn, so, so I waited. I let yeah. him make the call. He, he took Kyler. Yep. I grabbed Jalen on the way back through. And I felt pretty go. good about that. So that's fair. I think if he's there in the fifth or if he's there in the sixth, I would consider it,
1: but, but always know your draft position and know what else is kind of coming up after you. And then kind of leading into that. Uh, I mean, as you know, in my drafting history, I I don't think I've ever taken a quarterback prior than the fifth or sixth round. And so I put anyone that's not named Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, or Lamar Jackson. Don't take anyone before the um, Yeah, That might be a little bold, but. Those are the four difference makers in my mind. And other than that, as you just mentioned, Jalen Hurts has fallen to a seven. Heck, Kyler Murray almost fell to a six or seven. Like, I just think you can wait and then you're still going to get the Burrows, the Brady's, you know, Maddie Stafford. There's a lot there. That's Russell Wilson is going
0: like some 10th round in this draft that I was in. Exactly. I was like
1: so, kicking myself unless it's those four. In my mind, wait, just yeah. wait.
0: I agree with so. that, and and for me personally, I'm going to drop my homes out of that. So I would say if it's Allen, Herbert, or Lamar, I would consider them earlier. But, um, yeah, I mean, Allen's also going like second round sometimes. Yeah. Like that's 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 going to kill you. He's going to be a, a superstar, but that is going to kill you with what else you get in your in your team. So, True. okay, all right, let's run into the running backs. Running backs um, names on my list for this one. We've got Saquon in the second, Nick Chubb in the second. Antonio Gibson still going in the fifth. You heard me rant about him last episode and Damian Harris in the seventh. What are your issues with my list? And I'll tell you why I like, I don't like
1: these guys. (laughs) I mean, you know, what we talked about a couple episodes ago. I got to give Damian a little more love. So I'm not, I would take a Damian Harris in the seventh. If he's like my third running back, I'm totally good with him in the seventh. Uh, Antonio Gibson. I know exactly why, as we just talked about last episode, he might not even be the starter, so he's yep. just on the do not draft list at all, basically, right now. So that is definitely a huge red flag. Chubb, we talked about briefly just the fact that you know Cleveland could be a dumpster fire this year, especially on offense. No Deshaun for 11 games. I mean, they lost some weapons, uh, their only real true other threat is Amari Cooper, and then obviously splitting time with Kareem Hunt, so it could be a struggle for a struggle for Chubb again. But if he's in the third. Great pickup in the third or the fourth.
0: I would, st- I, I would definitely I feel, think. oh, if he's in the fourth, I'm all about it. If he's in right. the third, I'm i I'm thinking about it. I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't love a guy who just doesn't catch that many passes in the PPR, sure. full point PPR league. I just, I really hesitate with that. But I mean, that might make him, a, and I'm never going to get him because he's never going to make it to the fourth.
1: And then I know you put, I mean, in our rankings, you had Saquon all the way down at 19. So I get why you're not taking him in the second.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. Okay. Okay. Damien, my, my piece on Damien Harris real quick. Yeah, I'm. I'm nervous that it's going to be at least a time split with Ramondre, 50-50, and it, it could, could be. Ramondre could take over. I think. I think Damien. I don't remember what his contract situation is remaining, but I think Ramondre could take over. And are. Damien didn't catch that many passes. You know, That's true. I'm like, like Damien is his
1: third year. He's on his third year of his four-year rookie contract. Um, uh, so he's got stuff to prove. You know, his ceiling isn't as high. That's the thing. They're they're looking at Ramondre. It's like, holy crap, this guy could be a stud. He's just not yeah. there yet. And so Damon's like, nope. Yep, you know what you're getting with him. And it can be great. I think he's a really
0: good runner. I really do. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's a, he's more of just a pure runner. And yeah. I also just I, part of this is also I don't trust Belichick with running
1: backs in general. So like, you never do. I don't know. So I get it. I get it. I would still take a flyer on him in the seventh. That's me personally. But okay. uh, so then for me, my running backs were camp makers. <clears throat> excuse me, camp makers in the third. I too had Chubb. I've I've seen him gone in the first a few times. So I definitely not in first or second. Uh, I haven't had Alvin Kamara in the second. And then for me, I just had Dalvin Cook ever. So <laughs> I would just never ever take him again. So if you want to you can break down my picks, I'm sure you yeah,
0: could. yeah. Cam Akers, I get the third is is a little rich. I'd take him more in the fourth. I've seen him in the fourth some. I've also had to take him in the third a few times. And you've heard me say how much I do like him as a runner. You like this guy. We did talk about that Um, and same, same argument with Chubb. I think Kamara is interesting because I actually have him on a, he's, he's sliding too far. I think he's someone that people are going to regret that he fell to like sometimes the end of the second (laughs) round. I've had him on the turn at the two, three turn. I've had like Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey and Kamara and like a Debo or somebody. And I'm thinking, so in previous years, I did that where Saquon slipped and it, I regretted it because Saquon never panned out. I don't know. Kamara has never shown that he can't do it. I've never seen that from him. And I sure. don't worry as much about the legal issues at this point. It seems no, like they're definitely going to get punted. So yeah, I don't I'm know why he's still sliding so much.
1: The thing that worried me is that when he was with Jameis, he didn't do that. It, it was his targets dropped, his catches dropped, his reception yardage, obviously. All those went down. Yeah. And Jameis is a much that's what it's called, a YOLO passer, like oh that guy's wide open downfield, let's just let's just hook it. Just so hook it. it was interesting to me to see that he didn't have his grid numbers when James was the quarterback, and then that's true. Went down and Kamara Summers came back up. He does have a slight injury risk again. He's one of those guys when I've got him, he gets hurt. It's uh, I'm just a curse. So anyway, just those couple things combined. I just again for me in the second, maybe if you're at the end of the second round, definitely is the turn in the third. But again, not high second round for me. I I could, I I could be a regret. That could be mine. But yeah. I think you're, you're dead on about the receptions with
0: Jameis though. I mean, that's a super valid point because that's so much of his production comes from receiving. Yeah. I do think um, they've like just playbook wise, they've got to make sure they're getting him the ball. I mean, they, I do, mean, have, they, they have. have better, they have better receiving options this year. So yeah. Jarvis I don't know. Is, I just, I think he's, he's playmaker, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hear you. Dalvin cook You That's just going to be a, I get that man. Personal, personal burn. <laughs> I'm still high on Dalvin, but you know he's going to miss three or four games every single season.
1: So, like, you just got to prepare for it. When he
0: plays, he's so freaking good.
1: It's so funny when you and I were doing a mock draft the other night, and I think, what did I, the eighth pick or something? You were,
0: you were at the nine or something, and, like, and, and your two guys picked. fell to you. It was, it was Joe Mixon or Dalvin Cook, and you're like, and I was like no! <laughs>
1: Come on! <laughs> you're like, I'll, I'll take uh, Josh Allen. I'll just take Josh Allen. Screw it. Take it, it. All right, so who, who are some running backs you think are sliding too far? Okay, so I'm
0: consistently seeing this in the drafts and in their ADP. Kareem Hunt is going in the 10th round, and I get that he's not—he's the 1B in that backfield. And I also get everything we said about Nick Chubb and Cleveland's offense being not as good this year. But I think that benefits a pass-catching running back, and he is their pass catcher. Before he went there, I thought he was just a primary ball carrier type. He's your workhorse, and that's what he was in Kansas City. They have really used him as a third down back. Mm-hmm. And they'll split see they'll split series too. Like he'll go in and he'll run the ball too. But he's really a, a, a premium pass catching running back in Cleveland. Tenth he round, back? he's finished top 15, I think, like at least points per game. Like every year he's been there.
1: Yeah. Uh did he request a trade?
0: He did. And then okay. they I think they said no. And he said, All right, All
1: right. no. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm back. No, I, no, just I, I, try. I think everyone's trying to guys. request a trade from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. He's one of those guys who I, I'm the one that you're you're preaching to because I'm always the one who's like, dude, it's cream hunt, he's splitting. Like, no, no, no. But then when you play against him, like, damn it, he got 20 points. And then you click on his like his game history: 17, 16, 18, 19, 17. Like, damn that's it. What
0: I'm like, saying. why? I mean, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And he's it's tenth round again. This is yeah. a bench player. They're drafting a bench player in the tenth round. Like, I would think he's okay. a really viable flex for me. So here's
1: a question for you, real quick. Damien, if you're sitting in the 10th round, you got Damien Harris and Kareem Hunt. Who are you taking?
0: I'm taking Kareem Hunt. Okay. 100%. Okay. If those two are both available with that in the 10th round, I don't think Damien would be there in the 10th round. But either way, I've got Kareem Hunt. Let me see. I've got Kareem Hunt ranked 23. I've got Damien Harris at 31. So that's a no-brainer for me. No-brainer. Okay. Fair. Just saying. Okay. All right. Who else we got? All right. So Michael Carter's going in 13th. There are reports that this is still his job for now. You know, I know we've talked about this and I was kind of on the Brees Hall. I was jumping on that Brees Hall hype train and you were kind of like, what happened to Michael Carter? He was awesome. And (laughs) you're not wrong. I think you were right on that one where, okay, I think Brees Hall profiles is more of a every down back. But this is often the case with rookies too. Like the receiving back from the previous year has got the pass protections down. And if you can't pass protect the NFL, you cannot play running back. You're not playing. They will not put they will not put him on the field if he can't protect the quarterback. So Michael Carter's got that down. He's going to get the first chance. Brees Hall, I think sooner than later will take over as as more of a primary back, but it may never be more than like a 60-40 split. And in that case, Michael Carter is going to the 13th round. We know he's a playmaker. I yeah. know he gets it done in the passing game. I think that's way too far for him
1: to slip. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, we as we talked about, like, why are people slamming Michael Carter all of a sudden I understand Brees Hall and his accolades and all that but it's still as now as you're saying still his job so yeah yeah I agree yeah. 13th is way is way too late for him
0: and then the last name we've got on here is Damian Pierce um we don't we don't know for sure who's gonna be the starter in Houston it it appears they may give Marlon Mack the first run but that's just not gonna I just don't think that's gonna last long term well, I, I think this guy saying. is gonna be too off the field too at some point
1: yeah, what was it, Marlon Mack? The stats were since he's come back from his what was it, ACL or Achilles? I can't remember. It was Achilles, I think. Yeah, it was Achilles. It's like he's averaged two and a half yards a carry. It's like okay, <laughs> this is the guy you want as <laughs> be your lead runner. It sucks. So, yeah. I did.
0: I like Marlon Mack. I really do as a player, but he's just never. He's not a superstar, and he's not. I don't. I think Damian Pierce is is a big unknown because he didn't really start at Florida. He was like a. He was mixed in with other guys every year, but if you see any tape on the guy, or you see just he's a he's a hulking. He's a beastly man. <laughs>
1: he's a fucking beast. Yeah,
0: Fair. he's going twelve, thirteen. I think um, I'd rather take a flyer on him sooner because he could be the starter, right. and that would 100%. be a huge, a huge win. Awesome. Let's jump. Let's jump to receivers. I'm
1: gonna let you start with uh, who you're who you're out on this year. Who I'm out on? Well, uh, I saw yours, and then, and I co-signed with this one with Terry McLaurin in the fifth. Just because I don't know, just Washington themselves are just in such. It's Carson Wentz all over again. And I know Pittman survived for the most part last year, even as a rookie, and uh, he, had a, he had a pretty good rookie year. But if there's just something wrong in Washington with him and obviously Antonio Gibson. I'm just not going to make my wide receiver two or three Terry McLaurin. I had him last year. I traded for him, and I thought it was a good upgrade. He was okay, but you don't want okay in the fifth round. You need someone that you're confident in that's going to get you that consistent – 17, 18 points, and that's just not him. He showed it last year that he had no consistency, and uh, they just the targets weren't there. So I'm not taking him in the fifth. If he slides down, great flyer, but not, not, for, the, not for the draft position he's currently at. Uh, another name I had, which I don't know if you're going to be surprised at, because I love this guy, and this is a classic case of I love the guy, I love the player, I love his ability, don't love the draft position, and that is Jalen Waddle. Like, he is going way too high. I've seen him as high as the third rounds. Heck, some people, I, I think I saw on a, the end of a couple number two rounds. So again, great player. I think he's going to take a, a little bit of a step up in Miami this year, just with the, all the tools they got. And uh, he, he's going to be a great option, but just not from where he's being drafted. There's no way he is worth a third round pick with Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill on the other side, also getting all those targets and yards. So again, love the player, love what he can do, just not in rounds three or four. Um, I had Amari Cooper. I saw him go too high around six or seven. Maybe this could have been prior to the Deshaun Watson news, but I mean, around six or seven, you got Jacoby Brissett throwing the ball, or should I say Jimmy G, probably going to be throwing him the ball. Uh, I just, that's too high for me. And then also a surprising name was Adam Thalen. I just thought he, I saw him also in six, mainly seventh round. And um, he's obviously taking a step down. Uh, he's getting older, but he is a classic guy who will screw you. So, like, when you're playing against them, you're gonna have your classic Adam Thielen game where he goes ten for 120 and two touchdowns, which Aaron Mass always has him, uh, or Towel, I think Drayder, might, him, him and Drader always. He have was that. a towel.
0: He was a favorite for Towel for sure.
1: So he'll bite me in the ass, I'm sure, but I'm, I'm not taking him in the seven.
0: Okay, so um, I don't disagree with your logic on all of these, and I have heard that Thielen he was injured all year last year. And so he wasn't kind of full speed or full strength or whatever. Apparently he's in great shape, best shape he's ever been in, whatever, ever. you know, he's, he's back. Right. And I don't know that age matters with him as much, just the style of play. He, he came into the league a little bit later. He was already older. So like, did not have quite as much wear and tear on him as you might think. But um, I agree. He is, he's getting older and it's definitely the Justin Jefferson show. However, new head coach coming over from the Rams. This is going to be more, I think of a run and gun kind of offense. So You may may be surprised on that one. Amari is interesting. So um, the ADP on Yahoo is saying he's a ninth rounder, but I'm like you, like when I'm in drafts and doing sleeper mock drafts and stuff like that, he's going higher. So I'm not sure who's like totally tanking on him. I actually agree with both of these comments. I think he is, I'm out on him on the sixth round for sure. No way I'm touching him in the sixth, but I actually put him as sliding too far in the ninth round. I think regardless of who your quarterback is, like he's, He's still Amari Cooper. He's still there by far their number one target. He's better than a ninth round pick. I think yeah. even though I don't like him this year and I probably won't own him. Um, I do think ninth round is ridiculous for like their number one. They went out and spent all the money to go get him kind of guy. Yeah. So I agree with you and I agree with this. Jalen Waddle is also interesting. Um, God, I love his talent, but I've seen Tyreek Hill going in the third round in some drafts. And if he's going in the third, I'm certainly not getting Waddle in the third. You know what I mean? So, I, I agree. Like I just am not certain that Tua can sustain both of them to be as good as they should be. I would have been so stoked about him this year if they hadn't gone out and gotten Tyree Kill. Um If he, if he's in the fifth, I would definitely jump. If he's in the fourth, hesitate, depending on my, the roster construction I had. Um, and then, yeah, your points about McLaren, McLaren are all good for me. Um, I'm just, I'm worried that he's going to be Michael Pittman this year. And He's gonna ball out, and we're gonna be like that. Actually, would have been a really good pick in the fifth. But I'm nervous about <laughs> it. I don't. I don't think I want it. I think he's a good receiver, though. We'll see. I had um, the Michael Thomas going in the eighth thing. I get the big splashy name. I get the sneaky. Oh, I forgot about him. I get that that whole thing in drafts. It's fun to be that guy. Yep. Yeah. He didn't played in two years, man. Yeah. And like he had some pretty bad injuries. He's already got like a hammy issue going on right now, I think, or a knee or something. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I I get this one could definitely bite you because he could return to form and be amazing, but
1: don't worry. He's already tweeting that the media is blowing his injury out of proportion. Don't worry. <laughs> oh,
0: good. Okay. Yeah. Well then never mind. I, I rescind this entirely. <laughs> I think he's going to be amazing.
1: Going back to the, you know, out of football for two years, his last quarterback was drew Brees. If we don't, if we don't forget also one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And a lot of his routes were precision routes and, you know, crossing and, and timing and all that. Is that James Winston's, uh for not his game it's not no. his game he's yolo he's like, hey mike just just go go <laughs> deep mike go deep i'm just gonna so, chuck it i mean i think he's still an incredible talent been out of football for two years different style of quarterback so yeah i think i 100 percent he's gonna be take a drop off and i mean maybe people are saying dude that eighth is a great flyer on him you want your team like it's gonna sound amazing
0: when you have Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, maybe even Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. You're gonna be like, this is the best team ever, and be like, yeah, four years ago that was. was Say three, four
1: years ago it's this. You
0: know, but like it ain't, it ain't 2019 anymore. You know, it's not 2020. It's, it's not about the big, the biggest names necessarily. And so,
1: resumes
0: in that sense, right? We podcasts like ours have come up with these great segments to showcase to you why people (laughs) like this are not good. And so, because of that, in other big names, Julio Jones. I don't care if he's going to the thirteenth. You can take a flyer in the last round of your draft, whatever. But like, dude is washed. Okay, he is done. I don't care if it's Tom Brady. Nah, I'm out. I'm out on Julio. I'm so I'll salty take about Julio him. The thirteenth, man. I'm so salty I would about take him. him. <laughs> Go ahead. I hope you do. I, I hope you him. do. I hope you do because that'll free me up to get Robert Woods, who's sliding too far into the twelfth and thirteenth round. And I would definitely take Robert Woods over Julio, even though Woods has come back from an injury. Give me that. Give so me Julio. that. I'll take that. DK is going in the sixth. I think yeah. that like I get the, again, it's sort of the Mark Cooper thing. Like I get the quarterbacks are a dumpster fire, but like he's freaking DK Metcalf. Again,
1: yeah. we could throw it to, we get the ball to him and he would just can we, out, like. Can we please throw up that uh, Bleacher Report clip again? Oh hey guys, who'd you put his references? I'm so excited for career day. the a made look good DK. Hey, how many references do you guys have? <laughs> and it's
0: on. Uh, uh, yes, so yeah, I mean he's, I a, he's such a monster.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm seeing him ranked as low as like the 37th best wide receiver. I'm like, there is no way he's 37th. Yeah.
0: It's a little insane. It's a, it's like overreaction, big time. Yes. Um, I, Rashad Bateman in the eighth. That's just a personal guy that I think is like way better than what he's going at. I think people are gonna feel they're like this is this is what I did last he year. And I got Debo. Debo. I got Debo, and I got Antonio Brown last year in like the eighth, ninth, or whatever. And yeah. This is where I love to make. This is where you make your money, right here. I think
1: eighth, ninth round, man, is the money round.
0: Yeah, I think you can. I think you can get Bateman in that range and do pretty well. Let's move into a couple of tight ends real quick before we start playing magic cards.
1: Let's go real quick, real back. Black. We already mentioned my resumes. I think Hunter Renfro at ten. That's sliding too far, man.
0: There's, think- there's obviously the concern that now you brought Devontae in there, and Waller's healthy. Is, is Hunter going to repeat? I personally kind of want to see it. 10th round isn't going to hurt you that bad to take him, and he was so money last year that, right. of course, we talked about him every episode.
1: So, But I think I think the man. big
0: concern is, like, mouths. Which I can't get, repeat. Can't repeat. But give him a chance. 10th tenth, tenth round, though, not going to hurt you. No. Nope. All right, we're just going to do a couple tight ends because, again, tight ends suck as well. But um, I'm probably not going to have Darren Waller this year. I know I just said he's healthier. He's back. But... Yeah. I don't know. I've been burned by him enough, and he had. I feel like he's kind of had his monster years, and it's. Yeah, I don't two, know if we can they really were
1: two monster years, but they
0: yeah. were two monster monster years. I just don't know that we can replicate that with him anymore. The injuries yeah. are stacking up. People are caught on. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of just personally out of it. He's going in the fifth, and sometimes going in the fourth, um, and then Dallas Goddard in the seventh. Like it's the seventh round. So again, like if, if you want to get your tight in there, that's fine. I just, I don't know, Hawkinson's going in the seventh and I, for whatever, maybe maybe people are just mad because he got injured last year, but like Hawkinson to me is is a way better tight end than Dallas Goddard.
1: I agree. And, and I also think the Detroit offense is going to be better this year too, but I'm so torn on Dallas Goddard because he's burned me before in the past because I'm like, this is a good option. I, I would get him middle late-ish for tight end wise. And he would have games where it's like eight receptions, 72 yards, two touchdowns. I'm like, yes. So then, but the only thing is, Tyler Lockett syndrome, then he gets two for 10. So it's like fluff, man. Like you're going up and down. That's way too much insecurity for me. But I mean, honestly, in the seventh round, I would take that flyer on him uh, just because he has that capability to do that. Uh, But I don't know. Tight ends are such a wasteland. It's just like. I
0: feel like Dawson Knox is going like the ninth, and it's kind of the same deal where I'm like, he's a touchdown maker and he can have those monster games. I, I, yeah. I mean, they brought in AJ Brown too. You got Devontae Smith, second year. I don't yeah. know. I, I think that, um, you know, they don't have Zach Ertz, so obviously he's the tight end right now. So I get Isn't that. He? I think AJ is going to command a lot of attention, though, and I think he's, he's going to need the ball a lot to make that deal that's worthwhile. Fair. And, um, so, I don't know.
1: That's fair. Uh, I also took a similar approach as I did with quarterbacks. I said, anyone that's not named Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey, if you take before the fourth round, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. So now fine. I will tell you
0: I do like Kyle Pitts in the. Yeah, first. I knew
1: you were going to say Kyle Pitts, but fourth would be pushing it for me. The Falcons are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. You have
0: to you have to build your team the right way because this is so important too, and we'll we'll mention this more in the perfect draft. But look ahead at what you could be getting in the fifth, sixth, and seventh before you yep. make a decision like this. I Maybe jumped on. End, but yeah. I took Pitts in the fourth and, in my the first draft I've done so far um, because I already had stars in the right kinds of positions where i was like okay i I see coming back through here like aj Dillon could be my rb two, and i was happy about that personally If you're not happy about that don't do it because that's who's going to be left um but i was like i know i can get him later and and i'll feel like that's a steal for me so i'm going to make the leap if you don't like the guys that are going to be there in the fifth or sixth like i would i would suggest you're probably getting pits if you went running back running back because the running backs thin out so fast as is always the case and you're not going to love having someone in the eighth round as your second running back. Right. So I think if you're doing pits, you probably want to go running back, running back. There's more receiver value later in the draft and you can do it. Personally. Um, I think Hockinson, I, I mentioned sliding too far to the seventh. Yep. Uh, if Dallas Goddard's going in the seventh. And I think Hockinson should Evan Ingram in the 14th. I know this is kind of a dart throw in the 14th anyway, but I think he's going to have a good year. I really do. I think he will have a really good year in Jacksonville. I think he's got, more people to spread the ball around to will take some of the attention off of him. He's still a playmaking tight end. You got a young quarterback that love the tight ends, tight end okay, friendly so coach.
1: So you're taking a flyer on him in the 14th. Would you be comfortable with him being your starting tight end?
0: If I'm if I'm taking Evan Ingram in the 14th and I'm grabbing two tight ends, and yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip well, them back and forth. That's how I'm gonna okay. do it. Yeah. So yes, I would be I'll be comfortable if I got him and call it Gerald Everett or David Njoku like or someone. You. Not Tyler Higby, but maybe Tyler Higby, but yeah, I would be comfortable. T. Higby. Higby can't catch shit if I had Evan, if I have Evan Ingram in the fourteenth, it's because I'm yeah, taking but... two tight ends and I'm figuring out which one's gonna work, okay, Logan Thomas, you know something like that, I'd be fine doing that, yeah, and then Dalton Schultz is going in the eighth in some cases, mm-hmm. like what is that all about like he he should be like the fifth tight end off the board, maybe sixth, you he's, know,
1: for whatever reason, he's got the Hawkinson syndrome,
0: whatever he's dropping like him. I don't get that at all. Right. Um, I'd seen him going in like the sixth, which I thought was too early. Eighth is too late. I guess he should be a seventh so He should be a seventh. <laughs> <be> seven. <laughs> Period.
1: Whoa, eight is way too late. Six, way too early. <laughs> way too early. <laughs> there it is. Okay, we've narrowed it down, folks. All right, fine. This.
0: He's a seventh rounder. Don't do it any other time. You're screwed. Uh, he's ADP on Yahoo is sixth. But again, this some of this depends on right. um, when you do your drafts. When you do your mock drafts, you got to see for sure, like where they go, and different sites are gonna be different. So, check the ADP everywhere you go. Uh, if you're on ESPN, average if you're on draft. sleeper, average draft position. All right, let's talk about magic. Man, I gotta get him if I can. Magic man and El Diablo.
1: <laughs> bacon, okay,
0: man. so these are gonna be guys that are sort of similar to the sliding too far, they're going later than they should be, and not only that, we're like. Targeting these guys. Give me that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> give me that. It's me, not just. Me. It's not just like they're sliding. But I'm also like, no, this is gonna be my starter. Like I'm definitely going for this guy. So, yep. Um, for me, I think Russell Wilson's ADP is in the eighth round. Dak Prescott's in the ninth. I think that's insane, given that you've got people like Kyler in the fifth or sixth, and you've got Jalen Hurts in the sixth, which I love Jalen Hurts. You know I mm-hmm. do. But if he's going in the sixth, then I think Russell and Dak should be going in the sixth. They should be going the same as him. I personally think he shouldn't go in the sixth, but. He is. And so because he is, I, I don't know why people wouldn't also
1: grab these two. Well, you should tell them, don't take them in the sixth. So they slide to you in the eighth. So it's fine.
0: I think, yeah, I think, I think all three of those guys should be seventh, eighth round guys. Yeah, um, But because because Hurts and Skyler are so early, um, Kyler, why did I say Skyler? Hurts and Kyler are so early. Um, I got, I got Russell Wilson. They, I got to get him if I can.
1: Skyler. Hurt Skyler. Hurt Skyler. That's what it was. Hurt Skyler. <laughs> Hurt Skyler. Uh, for me, again, as I've said many times, I like waiting on quarterbacks regardless. And but if this guy's available in the ninth, which he has been sliding this far, I'm taking Matty Stafford just because that is too far for him to be going. And I mean, he was a top five, top three quarterback last year. And I don't know. I I have talked about this before. How I love the Allen Robinson signing. I think that's going to be great for him you're talking about a cam a healthy cam acres so i just love the offense it hasn't taken any steps back he's still got cooper cup man give me maddie staff come on ninth round
0: i completely agree with that the only concern i have with him is this mention of the elbows tightness or whatever which probably isn't isn't a thing and if it's not you're dead on like that is a total steal he was top five quarterback last year and he was consistent he was good yeah um he's got even 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 more weapons now so yeah i'm with you there
1: and T. Higby will catch the damn ball. T.
0: Higby, get that ball, T. All right, let's jump into running back. So I mentioned him earlier, but I think Kamara at the two-three turn is is kind of insane. So I'm I'm jumping all over that. If I can get him that late, I'll even take him maybe my second pick if I'm in the middle of the draft. You know, I might take him second round in the middle. I, I just think I think there's too much value. Um, Zeke is going in the third round. Now, believe me, I've got my grudge against Zeke for sure, and I I likely won't have him, but. I I did one draft and I already got him because I was like the end of the third round. I was <laughs> in the eighth slot. I was in the eighth I slot. Am. It was a twenty-eighth yeah. pick. I was like, this is crazy, you know? He was injured all year last year, and he still averaged like four and a half yards of carry. Uh, okay, give me a healthy Zeke in the third round. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Even I think that's crazy. Amen. Um, and then I've mentioned him a bajillion times by AJ Dylan, AJ Dillon in the seventh. Gimme that.
1: Get off his calves. Come on. Quads, quads, same thing ish. My wife would yell at me. They're not the same thing. They're not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the same thing. Uh, all right, so we've talked about him already. If Saquon's there in the third, I'm jumping all over him. I would love, I love that value there. Everyone's down on him. I would definitely take him there. Uh, another guy is uh, Travis Etienne. Kind of, he's he's a mystery right now. He's a wild card. Obviously, missed his whole rookie year last year with the injury. So James Robinson's out in Jacksonville for now, for the time being with his Achilles. So it's his show right now. And obviously he's got his Lawrence connection. I like him. If he's there in the fifth, six, I'm jumping all over that. I just think anytime you can get a dynamic player like that, similar mold of an Alvin Kamara kind of thing. And even like a Saquon catching balls out of the backfield. So I I like that ability. Uh, We talked about already Damon Harris. If he's there in seven, eight, I'm on him. I'm totally good with that value at that position. So give me that. And you know if Christian McCaffrey makes his way to the fifth round, I might take a flyer on him.
0: You might take a flyer on CMC. That's a good call. Yeah. Um, I thought you meant fifth overall, which I was like, even that's insane right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a hey, um, fifth round. Uh, so eighteen. Well,
1: like when I got Austin Eckler in the fifth round last year. Well,
0: that's I mean that's true. That that's just stupid. What was that like, team league or something?
1: It was eight. It was
0: it's eight. still, but either way, he should have been a second rounder. Either way, like that's, that's stupid. <laughs> um. ATN is really interesting. I think he's going to skyrocket up the boards as we get closer to the season. I think just people, people love the unknown. They just love the potential of yep. he could blow up. He's going to blow up and I'm going to be the one who called it. Right. And Everyone it. wants that. I I maintain that. I think he's maybe a little small to be like a full workhorse back, but he is a stud and I loved him in college. He was so good. He's like the all time touchdown leader. The guy is a stud. Um, so I mean, I kind of, I, I, with- I, I agree with you.
1: I kind of view him as an Austin Eckler mold
0: similar. I, yeah, he really is. And Eckler carried the load pretty well last year. So
1: yeah.
0: I, I don't disagree with you. I think fifth or sixth is, is kind of insane. I expect that he will end up in like second, third round territory and people are going to be you like, know. yeah, I don't know about that. Um And, and yeah. how, how would you feel about that? If he were in a third, would you jump I on mean, him?
1: Obviously it depends on who, no, I'm not, I'm not jumping on the third. At that point, I should have at least one other running back. I'm not John on him on the third. Yeah. I'll mean, I would, I would go in the fourth. I would take him in the fourth.
0: Okay. I think you're going to have to if you want him. Yeah. Wide receivers, guys we got to have. Cortland Sutton in the sixth for me. I think he's going to have a huge year. Uh, Brandon Cooks in the eighth. We talked about him. Least sexy yeah. name in the draft, but it's the eighth <laughs> round, for God's sake. You want 15 points a week? Brandon Cooks, eighth round. Amon Ra, St. Brown, eighth round. Dude, you know I love me some Amon Amon Ra. And uh, Rashad Bateman, ninth round, talked about him enough as well. Gimme, give gimme, give yep. gimme
1: that. Well, I had um I I'm taking Amon Ra on the seventh, so you're not gonna have him in the eighth. I'm oh trying. really?
0: Okay. Yep. Homer right. Homer I, pick.
1: <laughs> it is homer pick. got something. I'm seeing him every week, man. Come on. I
0: know. He's a hard knocks too, right?
1: Yeah. So uh a guy I'm taking in the sixth is Mike Williams. I'm just loving that chargers offense, him and Keenan, that's just dynamic. And Justin Herbert's only getting better. So give me Mike yep. in the sixth. Uh talked about him already. You know, I got I'm going to be pretty bummed if I don't get Alan Robinson at some point. So, I mean, I might have to, ju- I might have to reach for him now. I've been talking him up so much and our listeners are like, Oh my gosh, Alan Robinson. His uh, NDP is going like to jump three rounds just from this podcast. Three rounds. And then as much as it hates me to say it, I'm taking a jet in the eighth, Elijah Moore. Uh I mean, he showed huge flashes of what he can do, what he's capable of and uh being fully healthy and maybe a little more, Consistency a quarterback, I think he can take a next step. So if you could
0: again. take if you could take Elijah Moore or Amon Ra.
1: Oof. I gotta go with Amon.
0: Yeah. I agree. I'm, but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I think he's gonna have a great year. I think the eighth round's got a bunch of good receivers, man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that's what I'm talking about with like, taking Pitts early even potentially, or, or even a quarterback. I'm like, there's some really good dudes out there that are gonna get PPR, really solid PPR action.
1: Yes, concur.
0: All right, let's move on to tight ends. I mentioned him earlier, Kyle Pitts in the fourth. I'm willing to to make that jump. Um, I think he's truly special. Dawson Knox at the eight nine turn. I mean, again, I think I think it's kind of crazy. He was like a top five tight end last year, and then Cole Komet in the thirteenth. We both talked him up a little bit. I think he'll cool. be. Uh, I mean, who else are going to throw it to? Yeah, Darnell Mooney, and you've got Byron Pringle. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know. I think it's got to be yeah. Cole Komet, right?
1: No, I, I agree. That's. I mean, was, we mentioned him in their division preview. I, I like Cole Komet, especially in the thirteenth. Shoot, I'd take that. So if I could do uh, Komet
0: and Ingram, that's, that's another build I be do great like, get both of
1: them. And honestly, Komet, Komet's sort of like a, a friar
0: move to me, where like, I feel like he mm-hmm. could be the only guy you have on your roster, and he'd be fine. I really yeah. do.
1: No, I, I, I like that a lot. Uh, for me, we talked about him just in the tight ends. If Dalton Schultz is there in the eighth, jumping all over that. Uh, he's, as we talk about, top four or five tight end, and so maybe he's there. Give me that. Yep. And then I've talked about him too. Mike Kosicki, man. He's going as far as the 13th. I think he's a better option than Cole Komet if they're both in that same round. Give me Mike. Too many miles to feed, bro. Give me Too Mike. many miles
0: to feed. Give me feed, Mike. Okay. Um, that's the guys we got to have. Man, I got to get him if I can. Magic. Magic. All right, so now we're going to give you our sleepers of the year. These are not like no-name sleepers. These are guys no. you could legitimately draft and could actually start. This is not like, I think, this random-ass rookie who – is not even maybe going to make the team. Is going to be a sleeper. Like no, these are these are real names. But quarterback has to be outside the top ten. And Bailey Zap, uh, <laughs> Bailey Zap, who I hate that he Atlanta the Patriots after they had a rookie quarterback. I'd love to see what he could actually do. Um, <laughs> tight ends have to be outside the top ten. Running backs have to be outside the top twenty. Receivers have to be outside the top thirty because there's just so damn many of them. So <laughs> give me your sleeper quarterback being drafted outside the top ten currently.
1: Man, I gotta get him right. Get him in if I can. him, whatever. Magic him man. If I can. Matty Stafford. I'm saying he's outside the top ten. He's 11, 12. How am I? How am I not taking that guy? He's yep. sleeping. Everyone's sleeping on him. Same. If not a better offense, was top five last year. Give me that.
0: Okay. If I'm on ESPN, it's Russell Wilson. He's going 11th on ESPN. I just think that's. Cr- I know you ranked him 11th. I think you're crazy. I think going 11th is crazy. <laughs> I think he's gonna. I think he's a much better year than that. But mine. Mine outside the like- top ten. I went with Trey Lance, who's more like the 12 to 15 range. Um, I know we haven't seen it in a full season. I just think, you know, the the rushing ability of quarterbacks is such what they call like a cheat code. It's such a cheat code. They get so many points. It it raises the floor so much on their points. Mm -hmm. And the top guys almost always are rushers, you know? So he's, he's like, welcome to the party. uh, Trey Lance.
1: It's funny. Like, I know we're using the term sleeper because they're you know being drafted outside of a number, but like that is probably the least sleeperish name for any like young unproven guy. Like Trey Lance has obviously been the biggest question mark, very very buzzy. But I, for what our purposes is obviously yes, it fits perfectly. But it's just funny to see like sleepers of the year, Stafford and Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) It is crazy they're both. I mean, it's crazy Stafford. You're right. It's crazy he's outside the top ten though. It's such a household name too, and he he balled out last year. But yeah, people be crazy. People be crazy. All right, tight ends outside the top 10. I mentioned him. You mentioned yours. I'm going Cole Komet. He's being drafted in the 14th to 15th range of tight ends. So give me Cole Komet as a candidate to finish inside the top 10 or inside maybe even the top seven or eight.
1: And he, there are plenty of mounts to feed. There's enough. He's got a big old one. Give me my Bayless
0: Jones. <laughs> uh Nikhil Harry's out, so he's done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm talking about all the feet, all the mouths of Miami, but Mike Kosicki, man, he's got a big one. So get oh, ready. Oh, okay. Okay. That's my guy. That's my guy.
0: Mike, Mike Kosicki again. Okay. All right. The running back sleeper drafted outside the top 20. Familiar names here. AJ Dillon for me. He's going 23rd ish on Yahoo, 32nd running back on ESPN. If the y'all, Titans y'all ever trade for
1: this man, watch out Tennessee. Oh, my God. Watch I would out. lose it. And watch out NFL. The... He would be the heir apparent to Derek Henry. The, the Fanatics website is going to crash because Kemper <laughs> is playing every AJ all the Dillon jerseys. Fight. Give me them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, AJ Dillon. Haven't heard that name yet today or in previous weeks. Uh, just mentioned mm, you buy- your name.
0: Who's your name? Hmm, hmm. Somebody you've never heard of, never mentioned.
1: Well, at least not as many times as AJ Dillon and his calves. got. No, damn it, it's thighs. <laughs> get your shit quads. right. If you are gonna, it's his quads. If you are gonna make fun of me, at least get it right. Get the body part right, damn it! Uh, no, I'm going with Travis Etienne uh, again. The big wild question mark: What's he going to do? He's going 24, 25 ish range. That's where he's being ranked, and and as wide receivers take, or excuse me, his running backs taken. I think that's he could be someone who could sneak into top 15, if not top 10, if the if the play is right. So watch out for him. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, wide receiver outside
0: the top 30. Um, these are. This is, mine's definitely a name that's been mentioned. Rashad Bateman for me. Um, I think he's going to be a great year this year. Could be yep. a starter for me. I'd be comfortable if he was starting on my team.
1: Lamar's going to try and ball out in this contract year. So Rashad Bateman's going to be the heavy recipient of that. So I, I, I'm i all for it. Uh, okay. I'm going with a guy who I hated on last year, a guy you were building up once he became a true professional. And that was one, Brandon Ayuk uh, for the Niners. So if you're going with your boy, Trey Lance, you know, being that sleeper, he's going to be a good performer. All the reports coming out of camp is that. It's him and Ayuk that has that great connection, and that the fact that you know they worked out all summer, whereas Debo was holding out at that time, so he wasn't in camp, he wasn't in these you know the the workouts and whatnot. So, that if, again, if he's if he's staying true to being a true professional, I think Ayuk could uh, could finish within the top thirty for sure, if not top. 30. You heard
0: it here first, Ethan says. Brendan uh, Ayuk, who's related to Brendan Ayuk, is going to be the number one receiver in San Francisco.
1: <laughs> I did not say that. I did not say that. <laughs>
0: Maybe for a You have to game. draft him so in the second round. Go do it. Does it
1: count if Debo lines up as running back and then a, I, whatever, it's fine. They're the same. Uh, then he'll be wide receiver one. So there we go. In your face.
0: <laughs> yeah, in those plays, when Debo is in the backfield, he will literally be their number one receiver. That's you true. got lawyered. Oh. Lawyered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that does it for D, Magic Man, and <laughs> Sleepers of the Year. One more segment <laughs> remaining. And that is.
1: Will you remember? How it started versus how it's going. (laughs) Oh, a little go a little deep there. How it started, how it's going. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like your little slide flute thing there as well. Yeah. I like it. Okay. So, yes, Kebra, you are officially on the hot seat today. And I had to dig a little deeper, but kind of. Uh, One is a little outside the box, one is kind of a gut punch, and the other is not too bad. Okay okay all right. so what would you like first would you like why don't you body? warm me
0: up warm me up with the gut punch i guess the medium with the gut punch all right yeah
1: and it's not really like a big gut punch it's kind of like you've been drinking a couple beers like hey man like that not like a blind side right to the stomach
0: okay well that, that does make a difference we'll see i'll be the judge of that
1: okay all right college the hurricanes of miami drafted san francisco 49ers Ended career, <laughs> New York Jets. Wait, so these people are done. This person, this person is done. So, f- is it Frank Gore? It is Frank Gore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is Frank Gore. I was like, hey,
0: that's that's kind of unfair. These people retired for God's sake.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I pretty I w- I wish I could have just uh, again. Uh, maybe we need to tweak it a little bit so we can show their entire journey because his entire journey at the end of his career was spectacular. Oh, the first he was all ten all years in, in the, the Niners. Went through the entire AFC East besides the Patriots. Like It's good times. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably,
0: I was. I mean, I, I'll i tell you, I, I was just kind of crazy. But like you said, Miami and the 49ers, I immediately went to Frank Gore. And so when you said in on the Jets, I was like, I kind of remember what, something. What's I think that, you Frank Gore? Jets? Like, <laughs> I kind of remember that. Yes.
1: So Okay. It got cloudy
0: that. there at the end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, because he was like one year on each AFC East. And one year with the Dolphins, one year with the Bills, one year with the Jets. Yeah, uh, not pretty. Not pretty. Okay. All right. Next one, college.
0: Wait, wait hang on. Is this the is this the cupcake or is this the this is the one that's gonna absolutely murder me?
1: This is this so so. Wait, this one's like it's not bad. I said it was not bad. I didn't this, say cupcake. this is your easiest one. Okay, this is the easiest of the three. Okay. College, Northern Illinois, mm. drafted, Detroit, current, Giants.
0: Hmm. I didn't know. That's got to be Kenny, Kenny Galladay. I didn't know he went to Northern Illinois.
1: And I didn't either. I was actually, I was wrong in a previous episode because I said he went to Nevada. And so when I was clicking on Galladay, I was like, oh crap, Northern Illinois. I thought it was Nevada. So I apologize. Stat I thought check. you were
0: going to go drafted Falcons. Do you know who that would have been? For Out Northern of the league Illinois? now. Yeah. Ooh, for Northern? No. Who? Michael, the burner Turner. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Forgot that name, didn't you?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, Bob. Well, this isn't fair. You lived in Illinois. What is the mascot? Oh, he kind of been a Charger <laughs> for a bit too. I forget. <laughs> Get out of I, think here. He actually, I think
0: he was a Charger first, and then he went to the Falcons. I don't remember. Uh, what is the mascot of Northern Illinois? Um, Maxion, baby. Come on. Oh my God, Huskies. There you go. I was gonna say. Yeah, you're uh, I was like, dude, I live. I live in Illinois. I had a friend. Who was How far a was the there. Pal? Oh, it's like two and a half hours north. Okay. Maybe three. I had one of my best friends in high school was a cheerleader. She went to go cheer there. Okay. Obviously, I know the Huskies. Yeah. All
1: right. So here's the hardest one. Maybe this is for me, but for such a stud like you, who knows how it's how it's going. Uh, College, OSU.
0: OSU. Hang on. Whoa. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Is that all you're gonna give me?
1: We're leaving OSU.
0: Oh my God! You dick. (laughs) Okay. All right. Fine. Drafted. Carolina. Currently. Carolina Panthers, yes, yes. Carolina Panthers. Okay, just just double checking. Currently, Washington Commanders. Curtis Samuel,
1: Ohio Curtis State. Curtis, the man Samuel. You He's are.
0: OSU. You jerk. I'm trying to get me <laughs> that.
1: Well, you're really thinking Oregon State. Come on.
0: Or Oklahoma State. There's three power five teams that are OSU.
1: But when you say OSU, who do you think of? Like who's what is the first one?
0: Well, I, I, I don't know. I guess I thought Ohio State first, but... That was your first thought. Because, because you I said OSU did. instead of Ohio State, I started thinking you were being a jerk, and you were thinking Oregon State or Oklahoma State.
1: Uh, I just feel like when you talk about Oklahoma or Oregon State, you'll say, like, Oklahoma State, Oregon State.
0: Well, you say wow. the Ohio State University when you're talking about you're the Buckeyes. Only if you're a tool. You say the. I agree. I totally agree with that. <laughs> <I hate laughs> well, that our man. Promises.
1: You went three for Rush three. Again. Three for three. I, I gave you some funky ones. And uh, you got it. You got a retiree. You got a third wide receiver in Curtis Samuel and someone who I thought went to the other school. In <laughs> so there the you that go. You threw,
0: that was like a long play on your part. It was like you threw me off the scent several just, episodes like, ago. You're like, no, no, he's definitely season. Nevada. Definitely Nevada. 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 He okay. played
1: with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Nevada. <laughs> <Yeah. like laughs> definitely Nevada.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay. Crushed go. it, man.
1: Well done. Well done.
0: I feel now that I'm thinking about it, I feel pretty certain that Michael Turner was drafted by the Chargers when LT <laughs> was there, and then went to the Falcons to become their lead back and was a stud for like two years.
1: That does kind of ring a bell.
0: I think I that's how that well. went.
1: Okay, Stat Boy will check it up. will check it out as his nerd. Stat Boy checking on the uh, bad guy names in D and D. So that's right. <laughs> was Vecna a real bad guy in D and D? We're gonna check that. Maybe either in the show notes or uh, next. It'll show episode. up in the video.
0: I'm sure it'll show up in the video edits.
1: The video it is which are fire so continue. if you're not watching the video right
0: now it's like shame on it. you need to be only watching the video going forward on youtube it's linked in the show notes thing is fire it is fire and you can yeah. see our handsome faces all the time <laughs> and the sweet banana hammer shirts and banana hammer what's we'll coordinate uh, a coordinated
1: banana hammer day as well i do need yes you're right that will be a day it will be a thing but uh, if we get so I mean, on the mock
0: draft if we can get drain on the mock draft we could
1: we have three banana hammer shirts he said he's in on the mock draft, and that's why I was getting to our promo that next, a week from today, we'll be doing a live mock draft, and we got, I think we already got about six or seven people, which is great. We need one or two more, and uh, so if you're interested, let us know. Uh, but otherwise, so that's coming up on Thursday. We're going to do some perfect drafts coming up in the next episode. So Tuesday,
0: perfect woo! draft. This is a big one. This is how one, Sonya Troll became one, a first-time one. champion. Is she one doing for it again one. this year? She better be. I was going to say. She's probably waiting on our Perfect Draft episode to make sure she knows who to get.
1: There it is. So Perfect Draft coming up. we got a Mock Draft Live. It's going to be coming up. A lot of great stuff. Stay tuned. And as always, keep on folding.
0: Fold it.